0: Good evening everybody, and welcome back to another edition to the Point Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. We are here on Draft Week, just two nights away from the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft, live from Cleveland, Ohio. And of course, who's joining me tonight? The guy who's been talking football with me um, since day one here on To the Point. It's Matt Wright, writer. Uh, how excited are you for for the draft on Thursday?
1: Uh, I'm really excited for this draft. I, you know, some years you the excitement levels, you know, mix, mixed bag, mixed emotions. But I think this year with how deep the draft is, how many different ways teams can go, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a wild Thursday night. And I can't wait to see what happens.
0: I, I agreed. Um, like, you know, obviously Trevor Lawrence is going to be going one. We'll do our mock draft later, but no, it's not really a spoiler alert. But even the Jets at two with, with Zach Wilson, it looks, but... It's the jets. Like I, I can't, people could say it's Zach Wilson all, all day long, but I'm not hundred percent sold that he's going to go to the jets yet.
1: I, I'd like to think he goes to the jets. I think yeah. that's the most ba- like, obvious move, but right. like you said, it's the jets. They can go off the board. They've been known to do that in the past. And you know, the jets have been burned on a top end quarterback in recent years. Sam Darnold really never paid panned out for them. Um, they took him high, right? So it's like, do they want to go down that road again? They probably have those demons from a few years ago making that making that highest selection. So maybe, I, I think they go quarterback, I think they go Wilson, but you could see them go off the boards and maybe go with someone like Pitts.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the tight end out of Florida is just so, so good. Um, and I thought we'd start off tonight and we'd rank our top three can't miss prospects of this draft. Um, we can go from three to one, just our guy who we think are going to be superstar and NFL
1: players. We had to rank the top three
0: in this draft and I'll, I'll let you go first.
1: So you want me I'll go number three. Okay. In number three, I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence and I'm not going to go him one because I do think he is a can't miss. I think it's a great selection, taking him one, especially with where he played college, especially with who's going to be his head coach. They need the hype in Jacksonville. I think he's going to be a great quarterback. I think he is can't miss, but I think there's a couple of players that are going to have more impact in the NFL than him. Right. But I have him three for my can't miss prospect.
0: Yeah, um, I went with our guy Devonte Smith, and I think it's ridiculous what they're doing to him in the media right now. He's a he wins the Heisman Trophy. He's a superstar. And now he gets to a stupid pro day, which is basically irrelevant to me. And they're, oh, well, he's 166 pounds and he's always too short. And well, who runs better routes than Devontae Smith in this draft? Nobody. And he will get bigger. I'm not saying he's going to be 210, but we've seen small receivers have great careers. I think a Steve Smith Sr. He was pretty damn good being a smallish receiver. You look at even... Wes Welker and the success he had. If if uh, Devonte Smith could have a Wes Welker type career, uh, a Julian Edelman, uh, th- that would be a great success story. And I I saw him in college again. I love him, and me and you both thought he should win the Heisman Trophy, which he did. Uh, I'm just not going to back off of Devonte Smith. That's
1: fair enough. So at my number two, I have Devonte Smith.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and and like you said, I just I don't I understand. Pro days, they just want to hype him up. They want to get, you know, this, there's a lot of smoke screens right now. And this is how you build a draft day. This is how you build people wanting to tune in. You know, you knock a guy down just to, you know, build them back up. To me, he was the best one of, if not the best player in college, he was the best receiver I've watched in a long time. Agreed. And in the national championship game, he was the best player on the field by far. When he's on the field with probably five, of the, five or six of the top 15 draft picks, he was by far the best player on the field. Yeah. So to me, I don't see how he, they have him dropping down to the Patriots. I know, please, yeah. please drop down to the Patriots, but they have like a lot of mock drafts. Don't even have them in the top 10. Are you kidding me? I don't get that one bit. I understand the whole receiver not going high in the draft, but to me, he's a can't miss prospect. I have him at number two.
0: Yeah. And our three and two are, are just swapped. And, and uh, I got Trevor Lawrence at two and I had to throw him on, but as we know, Ryder, it's quarterbacks the most important position in any sport. But I I love him. I like him a lot, but I'm not sold on him. Uh, You know, there's still that creeping doubt. And I agree with your point about Urban Meyer. I think that's a perfect coach for him to jump into the NFL, having a college guy, but it's still Jacksonville. It's like, it's like going to the jets. I think we could see, um, a potential like Trey Lance, if he goes to, just for an example, if he goes to Atlanta, he may have earlier success in his career than, than Trevor Lawrence, just because he's on a better team. You know, if you drop, you're going to a team in the mid-pack that, you know, they may have made the playoffs, just missed. So I, I think Lawrence has always won. He's never had to face pressure. And I, I worry about that slightly. But I still think he has all the talent in the world but I, I just worry a little bit about Jacksonville and kind of
1: when's the last time they had a really great quarterback. It's, it's been a long time. Absolutely. And that, that's why I had him at three. That's yeah. why I, you can't not have him in the top three. I think that doesn't do him justice as a player, but I couldn't put him up at one. And I, like I said, I had him at three. So, um. but no, for me, my number one is at uh, a Florida, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Um, I just, I love the player. I, the tight end is becoming more and more important in the NFL, you see what a player like Rob Gronkowski, love him or hate him, you see what he can do. You see yeah. what some of these tight ends in the league, the tight end position now has become almost even more important than the wide receiver position, depending on the scheme you're running, yeah. depending on how the team run their, runs their offense, the having a an offensive player like him that can block, that can run routes that basically the balls in his hands, it's anywhere near him, he's catching it. And his yards after catch are huge for a tight end too. Like you watch him in Florida, Florida was a completely different team when he was not in the lineup. And Florida ran their offense through him. Everyone knew that he was being d- double coveraged every single play, and he still was putting up two touchdowns a game and running for over 100 yards. He was still making plays in double coverage every single play, which when he goes to the NFL, he probably won't be double coverage every single play. Yeah. Like he's going to have more opportunity probably in the NFL to catch balls than he did in Florida. Which is crazy to say, and I just love the player, and I think it's a can't miss. The question is where he goes in the draft. Yes. I think he goes. He can go all the way as high as number two. I think he could fall down to you know six or seven. Which I mean, if if he's at six or seven, I you have yeah. to take him. Yeah, I think you got to take him. I don't care what you're working, what you need as a as an organization. I think if he's at six or seven, you take him. But for me, he's my number one.
0: Yeah, he's also my number one. Is uh, he's. he's- so good that you just watch games and you look for guys to flash on your screen. And every time you watch Florida, I know we watched a lot because Florida played compelling football because they they get leads and they choke it away or they'd always score a lot of points. And Pitts in the end zone, like you said, it didn't matter. You could throw their top three corners, all five star recruits at him. He's catching the ball because he's physically stronger than them. He can run as fast as any receiver. He's you know he's 66 240 um, and he's only going to get bigger as he gets to the NFL when he's you know really gets training and i think of him i think of Gronk, Kelsey, George Kittle it's the foundation of strong teams is having a great tight end new england did it with hernandez and and gronk in those few years and pitts like you said if he's there I think Cincinnati, if he's there at five, they're going to really consider taking him, which they I think it'd be probably wrong fundamentally uh, to their team, but he'd be the best player available and he'd be some hard to pass up.
1: Well, well, that's the thing. When you look at what these teams are needing, we all know what Cincinnati needs. Cincinnati has to go offensive line. Yeah. They're, they're looking offensive line. They need to protect Joe Burrow, but how do you pass on a guy like, like Pitts if he's there? Mm-hmm. I just don't see how you can do that, and that's why this draft is so, you know, intriguing. Is that you look at our top three? We have Pitts and we have we have Devonte Smith, and both of them in mock drafts can go anywhere from three or four all the way down to mid-teens. Yeah, which is, and we're saying those are two of the best players in the draft. So I think that's what's making it so intriguing that you just don't know where guys are going to go this year. You don't know they could go. The draft this year could go quarterback, 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 quarterback. You could see four quarterbacks go in the first four picks.
0: I know. Yeah. It, I, It's crazy. I think we will see five quarterbacks go in the top 10. That's something I think we will see just based on teams and their need at quarterback. But like you said, Pitts, I mean, Smith, I think very well may drop out of the top 10, which is crazy. Even Jamar Chase, who knows? Like, it's just... It's, it's wild because teams are going to be de- really good defensive players are going to be available in the mid teens to, to some of these, te- uh, some of these teams sitting there. One player we talked about um, a lot was Justin Fields. And obviously me and you kind of um, picked on Ohio state because, you know, they got into the tournament and they, they did beat Clemson. So they, they proved that, but um, I, I've, I've changed my stance on him since the season, he struggled mightily against um, against Northwestern against Indiana's throwing two picks against Northwestern, only throwing for one eighteen. throwing three picks against Indiana throwing for a buck 20. But he, the year before, if Joe Burrow isn't in the league, he wins the Heisman trophy mm-hmm. and he's played a good bulk of football at a high level, but now he's falling where he may be the fifth quarterback taken in this draft. And I, I think he's a damn good player. And what do you make of him since the last time we spoke and kind of him falling down most mock draft boards?
1: Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy to see how far some people have fallen on him, where he really, other than those couple games, you know, like you said, the Northwestern, the Indiana, other than that, he's got a pretty good tape. Yeah. He's got a pretty good package. And I was watching some today and there's people having him at going at three yeah so he could go and they and they were saying if he doesn't go at 3 he could go all the way down to the patriots where he could go anywhere from 3 to to mid to late teens to me he's a top 10 pick now looking at the league and looking at the top 10 in teams i think he goes in the top 10 and if he does that just opens up another spot for a defensive player to go in the teens like you said there's going to be some studs that go in the mid to late teens for teams that already have good offenses. They're just going to make their teams even better. Right. But for me, fields, I mean, if fields is there for me, with the Patriots, I would definitely take a, take a chance on him. but I don't think he's going to be down there that far. But like he's not going ahead of Lawrence. He's not going ahead of Wilson. Uh, Jones is the wild card. I think, I think Jones can go anywhere. And, and I, I think he goes maybe fourth. For not fourth, maybe overall, but I think he goes maybe fourth in the quarterbacks would be my guess.
0: Right, yeah. Because Trey Lance is the unknown. Um, yeah. where You know, he played at a FCS school. Obviously, he only played one game last year. Um, the year before, he threw 28 touchdowns, zero picks. So that's winning the national championship at North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. And there is a good track record of quarterbacks playing at smaller schools, having success. I think at Terry Bradshaw, you know, Carson Wentz has his flaws, but he did, you know, he um, led his team. He was going to win an MVP before he blew his knee out going to the same school. So it does happen, but I just find it so crazy how Fields, I think, only up to standards in, in the national championship semifinal, where he gets drilled by James Skalski in the ribs and he misses one snap, comes back in, then plays in the national championship with clearly a compromised player and somehow he's getting docked for having more tape compared to a uh, Lance who has less tape this past year. And he, he seems to be getting more and more uh, publicity
1: for sure. To me, I, I think I look at the Atlanta Falcons. If there is a team that's going to take them, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think, I think they look Atlanta might take them. I mean, Cincinnati's not taking them. So you, you no. can pass on that, that, that pick isn't there. He's not going one, and I, I don't see him going too now the question of what the 49ers do is always that that's kind of a wild card. I mean, they haven't given away any clues. I don't know. I think they're, I think they're going to go quarterback. Yeah. But I don't know if it's going to be him. He's he, like I said, he can go anywhere from, the, from, I think he's going anywhere from three to 20.
0: Right. Yeah. It, he, he's definitely a wild card and he'll be intriguing to watch Thursday night because I hope some guys are not going to the draft. I hope he's there because I want to see him in the green room and how he's reacting because if he's slipping, if I want to see how he handles himself, um, we've seen guys really throw a shit fit uh, in there. I think think of a good guy who handled it really well was Lamar Jackson. He sat there until 32. He didn't pout. He just, he took it like a man. He gets selected and then he, you know, he goes and wins an MVP two years later. But let's get into our, our mock draft thought we would do our, our top 10 and we can branch into players that we might see go to teams in the teams that could be really big steals. But um, you obviously uh, got Trevor Lawrence going to the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's, I mean, it, they basically already given them the playbook. It's Trevor yeah. Lawrence is going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think, you know, 99.9% of people know that. And I think there's no secret about that. So I think that's a pretty easy selection there. I think that's the only one that's, we know what's happening there.
0: Right. Yeah. I saw, uh, I know you're a gambling guy. So I found this today and I thought I'd bring it up with you. If you put a million bucks on Trevor Lawrence to be selected by the Jacksonville Jaguars, you only make 10 grand. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Like what's, what's what's the the point point of doing, like, what's the point of doing that? Like, like like you're just asking to lose a million dollars. Like if you, If you have a million dollars to throw on that bet, why do you need to make $10,000 more?
0: Right. right? Yeah. No, you need to reconsider life.
1: Yeah, Yeah, for sure.
0: (laughs) Um, So that, that, yeah, I also have Trevor Lawrence that I I agree with you. The only sure thing and that brings us to the New York jets, where we know they're going to be selecting a quarterback. They traded Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers and this, they're going to make NFL history because they're going to select two quarterbacks in the top three in a four-year span. So that tells you just what the Jets' quarterback situation's been like. But who is going to have the the pleasure of becoming the next the next uh, Joe Namath at quarterback for the New York Jets?
1: I'm going to have to go BYU and Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. I I think looking at his play, looking at his, the way the style game he plays. I think it's the safe pick. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. And I think he's not as sexy as a name uh, compared to some of the other ones, like a fields. I, I like Wilson there. I don't think he, I think he's a very quiet, doesn't have a big personality. I, I, I like him in that spot with the jets. Um, now they may go complete off the board and go somewhere else but I think they go with Wilson. So I'm going to say Wilson at two.
0: Yeah. I also think they go with Wilson for a couple of reasons. Um, It's been rumored. They're going to go with him forever. He did play really well last year at BYU um, after beating out a guy who almost took the job from him, kind of like Mac Jones in Alabama. But he's, he's got the intangibles like a uh, Mahomes uh, or like a Aaron Rodgers where he can, make throws on the run he can do some um, crazy things with the football and teams like that they like athletic quarterbacks now and i think he he fits the mold of the new generation even though the old generation quarterback just won the super bowl um but i think who was the, that again uh, it was tom brady okay just checking yeah well you can't take credit for that he's a box quarterback now fair enough yeah yeah who was your quarterback again
1: moving on Okay.
0: <laughs> better than the jets quarterback yeah, uh, yeah uh, but yeah I I think they go with him and uh, now that Adam Gase is gone I think he'll have a he's big, Robert Sala looks like a good coach I hope this kid gets a fair shake because I don't think Sam Darnold really did
1: I agree I I have him at two and well I mean most like I said we'll see what happens but I, I think he goes two.
0: That brings us to three San Francisco 49ers where they traded up with the Miami dolphins, giving them the, uh, 12th pick, which Miami then flipped for the six, but they gave Miami two first rounders in the next two drafts to get this pick. So they've been saying for weeks, they don't know who they're taking and they, which I don't believe, but they're, they're the biggest smokescreen team in the NFL because is it Mac Jones? Is it Trey Lance? It doesn't sound like it's going to be Justin Fields. Uh, with reports maybe it will be maybe that's the big smokescreen they just say hey we're taking Justin Fields but it look it sounds like it's going to be Mac or it's going to be Trey Lance but who do you have the 49ers taking at number three
1: well looking at the 49ers it's not going to be Pitts no and rule him out of three um I mean before we get into this you got to give Miami props Miami has done just a marvelous job with Chris Greer they, you could write a movie draft day on just Miami alone. Yeah. They've done um, just a wonderful job with with stalking their picks and, and they're going to be a powerhouse here in a couple years. years. Um, but moving on to San Francisco, oh man, it, it, like I said, it's going to be one of the two. I think they go Lance is going to be my, I'm going to bet. Yeah. I'm going to go Lance for number three.
0: Yeah. I, I think I would probably take Lance if it was me. Um, Alabama quarterbacks now are so hard to judge because when's Mac Jones going to look bad? You know, he's got the best offensive line. He's going to have two offensive linemen go in the first round. He's got a running back who's going to go in the first round. He's got two receivers that are likely going to go in the top 15. So obviously he's got to throw the ball, but I'm going to pick, I'm going to go with Jones, but I understand where you're coming from completely because Lance can sit behind Jimmy G. Um aka porn star Jimmy uh yeah. for the year or a couple weeks, uh, which is it's never a year anymore unless you're knowing
1: porn star Jimmy, he's gonna be hurt by week uh, four, right. so. he'll probably
0: blow his knee out. So um Lance will be ready, but um Mac, I think he fits Kyle Shanahan. You look at Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, um Jimmy G, none of these guys are really that mobile. You know, they can move, but that's not their primary objective. And I think Mac is a guy that throws people open, and I, I think Kyle will want the Mac type quarterback. He's never, we've, he's never really had a Trey Lance where
1: the primary objective is kind of run first, throw later. For sure, and and if this does play out the way you know we're looking at it, there's three quarterbacks going in the top three. Look at the you know, great players that are going to be left in the top ten. Yeah, in a deep draft. Because.
0: We know there's probably five, at least five quarterbacks going in the top, say fifteen. I think we can say that comfortably because if Fields drops to New England, they're taking him. I'd yes. be stunned if they didn't.
1: Um, well, they will. I, I, well, knowing the Patriots, they they'll, they'll take a they'll take a safety, but if he drops there, they'll take him.
0: Right, and but five in the top fifteen, one's going to be great, probably a hall of famer two of them will likely be good players play in the league for 10 plus years. The ne- the fourth one, if he's lucky, will be a, a backup or, you know, be in the league for a long time. And then the fifth one's a bust, you know, yeah. it's more likely two or three of these guys aren't very good. And we're going to see five go this high, which is just unprecedented.
1: Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be wild to see which one is the one that doesn't, become a great quarterback. You look at early talks about uh, Buffalo's quarterback and how, you know, maybe he was going to be a bust and now he looks to be, you know, Josh Allen looks to be Mm -hmm. one of the top five, top 10 quarterbacks in the league. So, and then that year, you know, Sam Darnold goes from, you know, be having all the hype to now he's, you know, seeing ghosts in the field. So it's going to be interesting to see which one of the quarterbacks doesn't get to the level that, you know, they're, they're going to be drafted at. So I mean, the one thing, though, about being drafted this high, you don't have to be a good quarterback to make a hell of a lot of money. Nope. You know, nope. you do not need to play in the league for 15 years to retire a happy camper.
0: No. Uh, yeah. Just ask Matthew Stafford.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: or Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah.
1: Or just, Sam, Sam Bradford. Sam,
0: Sam Bradford's got the best career ever. That guy, oh. him and Chase Daniel, uh, you know, just – backup quarterback making over 40 million dollars i mean that's great for, I, i'd sign up for that um that brings us to four atlanta a team that had higher expectations but then they, they had a terrible season they've really had a hex on them since losing to your patriots 28 to 3 they, they really haven't recovered from it um they fired dan quinn they fired uh their general manager they bring in arthur smith the former OC with the Tennessee Titans. He looks like a, he's got a good football mind uh, resurrecting the career of Ryan Tannehill. Interesting here. Cause they got Matt Ryan, he's 36. Um, but there's also Kyle Pitts hanging around. There's, there's some good receivers. Who does Atlanta take it for?
1: Well, the question is, is Atlanta going to be able to sign them at four? If you're looking to have struggling to have money to sign guys right now, mm-hmm. they were, I read a report that they're going to struggle to be able to sign some of their draft picks. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. I think they go with, they go with chase. That's, I think they go chase. Um, I think they either go chase or they go fields. That's going to be my guess. It's chase or fields. I think you could see quarterbacks go one, two, three, four, but I think they're still going to give Matt Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan's a a walking legend there, even though, you know, he really has never won, but he is a walking legend there. And I think they give. I think they give him another year to see what he's got. I think they. Are, I think they're going to go with uh, Chase from LSU. That's my pick up for.
0: Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, I also think they're going to stick with Matt and Ryan, and we've talked about a player that if he's there, you got to take him. Mm-hmm. So I look at their team. They're rumored. They're talking about trading Julio Jones. Don't do that. Don't, don't.
1: Well, that's why I'm throwing Jamar Chase right, right in there. That, that makes that, sense. That thought process. Right,
0: right. And they got Calvin Ridley, who's really yeah. good. Um, I'm going to say they're going to take Kyle Pitts. And I say that because they're going to give Matt Ryan the best chance that he's got to uh, succeed. He's still playing at a, at a good level. I mean, he's 36, but I, I still think he's a good quarterback. Um, You know, he has won an MVP before. And this team, they got a new era. They got a new coach. You know, they'll get a new coach bump. Every team does with a new, look at the Browns with Stefanski. Yeah. Um, I think Atlanta, they got a tough division, but Drew Brees is retired. Obviously Tom Brady's still uh, sitting there, but maybe a wild card team this year. But Pitts, we've talked about him all night. He's the the best player available. I think they take him at four.
1: Yep, fair enough. I Like I said, if he's there at four, I'd have a tough time passing on him.
0: Yeah five Cincinnati. Uh, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. who do you have them taken?
1: Now this to me is one of those things where it's, you have to see who goes in front of you. Right. I think you can't go in if you're the Bengals and have an eyes on one guy. I think to me, you look at who's still left. If, if pits is there, I think you take Pitts but we know that if the guy that they, they're going to have one, they're going to have two options to me. One option is going to be the guy. If he's still on the board, they're taking them. That's option a option B is they're going to take the best offensive tackle in the draft. Right. Agreed. agree. So if your guy that you had maybe going in the top four is still there, you take him. If he's not there, you take the best offensive lineman in the draft. So that's, that's where I'm going. I think there's two options for them.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I think I also think you had Jamar Chase going for. I think if he's sitting there, they'll consider taking him because Burrow played so well with him um, at LSU, and I think Burrow would want him to be be a Bengal. But drafting Sewell or Rashawn Slater is the smart move here because what's what good is um, Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts if Joe Burrow doesn't have legs. You know, he tore his ACL, MCL, and LCL last year behind an offensive line that I don't understand how they didn't try to protect him. And he's your prized asset, and you just say, okay, basically run for your life. And He, he had a pr- pretty decent season for being on a terrible team and having no offensive line help. But I agree with you. If Pitts is there, they'll consider it. Jamar Chase, definitely a consideration. But I think ultimately, if I had to narrow one, I, I do think they make the smart move and they take a tackle and I'll go with Pene Sewell from Oregon.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's the best. I think that's that's the right pick. I think the safe play. But the thing is, if that's say let's say they don't go with an offensive lineman, then you know rounds two, three, four, five, they're probably taking yeah, three or four yeah. offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, I think we the, the Cincinnati pick is one you look at to see what happens. Bef- maybe I think it's going to be the what happens with Atlanta's pick, honestly.
0: Yeah, I think Atlanta's got the most in, interesting pick of the draft.
1: Yeah, but no, it's going to be a great top five.
0: Yeah, um that leads us to Miami, who you know have done a great job acquiring assets. They're going to put themselves uh, in a position based, based on both of our mocks to draft. Uh, a really good uh, position player. If they want one, uh, chase is off your board Pitts is off mine, but who does Miami take in your mock, uh, with the six pick?
1: Well, I still have pits on my board, right? So I'm taking Pitts right there. If Pitts is, if Pitts is still there, Miami cannot pass on them. End of story. That's that's, I'm sticking with it. Let's if Pitts is there, you take Pitts. Now, if Pitts isn't there, you take water or you sorry? you take, uh, you take chase because chase is still going to be there.
0: Right yeah um, I, I agree I have them taking Chase uh, because Pitts is off my board uh, right. yeah mm-hmm. if Pitts is there you take him and you pair him with Gasecki, and you have a two headed monster at tight end because both of them are athletic as hell Gasecki can make some really tough catches too you still have Devontae Parker and you got a whole bunch of weapons for Tua that he can grow he can learn mm-hmm. I, I think they'll be tempted to draft Devontae who we both love just because he did play with Devontae at Alabama but I'm just I'm doing my mock based on who I think the teams will pick yeah based on who I really you know I, I think Devontae is I love him I take him before Jamar Chase but I'm just based on what I think teams will do
1: yeah that's how I've looked at my board too it's not what I would do it's what the team would do and and I yeah I, I'm with you if it's, I think it's either going to be Chase or Pitts who's ever left because I think one of them is going to be left, so it's, it's, it's just which one's left on that Miami pick.
0: That brings us to the Detroit Lions at, at number seven. An interesting position. They traded Matthew Stafford for Jared Goff, they got him for this year. After this year, they can, um, the cap hit will be very limited, so it's not a, a heavy fine to get rid of him off your roster. Now, he is a decent quarterback I think he gets buried a lot I think he's better than what people say but again he costs a lot of money he's, he's mid pack he's a Kirk cousins type quarterback um, but there's still some skill there's still a lot of good players available so what does Detroit do at number seven to me
1: this is a no-brainer because what does Detroit ever since they lost Megatron no they've had nothing to talk about right? me i think you got to go Devonte smith here mm-hmm. i think he's, he just brings that star power of they need someone on the outside like i mean they have let's be honest they've had a lot of issues and there's yeah. a lot of different play different ways they can go i don't they're not going quarterback now do they bring someone in to protect golf i don't think they do i think to me you go Devonte Smith right here at seven
0: yeah, I was originally going to do that, and then I decided to spice up my mock a little bit, and I I have a trade. Um,
1: oh, okay, all right, let's hear right. it.
0: Uh, I got Detroit trading the number seventh overall pick to the Denver Broncos, and they have the ninth pick. So Detroit will only move down two picks. Denver will move up. Detroit will probably get another first rounder by doing that, at least. Okay. Yeah, they'll, get, they'll get another first rounder plus because – denver who's in quarterback purgatory since elway retired really well peyton had a couple good years but you know what i mean when it comes to drafting quarterbacks i don't know somebody who's worse at it than john elway um who's such a great one but i think they're going to trade up and i think denver will select justin fields with the seventh overall pick um Interesting. Interesting. I, I Drew Locke is not the answer. Uh, he just doesn't have it for me. I, I don't. I don't love him. But I think Denver. They, they're going to see. Okay, there's still two quarterbacks available. Right. Who, who did we have ranked the highest? And they'll say, I think they'll say, okay, we like Justin Fields a little bit more than Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. And in my mock, let let's go, let's go get Justin Fields while we can. We'll give up another a first whatever we have to, to Detroit and, and have a a guy that we can maybe start, maybe at least compete for the job come training camp.
1: Now you don't see him falling to nine. Like, do you, do you see, why, why do they have to make that move at, to get up two? if you don't mind me asking that Yeah,
0: I I have Carolina taking a quarterback. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, I have the reason, yeah. The reason for that is just because I think Carolina will take a quarterback. And I think, the right. fear of losing Fields, I, so obviously I I have Carolina at eight taking Trey Lance. Um, right. I, I I think the fear of them taking Fields, not knowing who they're gonna take, I think Denver want to say, "Okay, let's let's get the guy we want. Um, let's not leave it to chance." And the worst thing teams can do is sit there. And let the team take a quarterback you want, and then select the quarterback that you didn't have ranked higher. But just select a quarterback because you need one. Right. That, this the you
1: this move, you see, Detroit still taking the same guy that they want at seven. Correct. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. I, I, I definitely, I don't hate it. That's and for Detroit, sure. Detroit could leverage it and say, "Well, we're taking Fields." So yeah, and gonna, they could say, "Listen, we know that Carolina's taking a quarterback." Right. Right. I, I, let's be honest, that happens, you know. 100%. You're, on the phone, you're like, hey, listen, man, we, we're we, I don't know, we may take fields or we may take whoever's there. We're taking a quarterback, but if we don't take a quarterback, I know Carolina's taking the quarterback, right? Yeah, I mean, I could see that happening, it, it would definitely spice it up for sure. And I mean, yeah. you know, that Detroit would be get probably get another, I mean, either a first rounder this year, or first rounder next year, maybe an, a high second. I, I like the move. But let's, I'm going to pretend that they don't, and I'm going to stick with Devontae Smith there. Yeah. If they, if they, because I think, I think that's the guy they want.
0: So agreed. Yeah. I think they want to, I think they want a, a wide receiver because they do have, they got some good tight ends and Hawkinson, and, but Galladay's gone. Marvin Jones Jr. is, you know, he's okay, but they need a, a guy to really spark their offense, and Devontae Smith w- would certainly do that
1: right for sure no i like it i like yeah. it
0: carolina eight for you do they do they what do they do
1: yeah so i had like you said i i was looking at fields potentially right. going to carolina and if it wasn't going to be fields i was looking at uh potentially waddle yeah in there but to me i i think they're i i like the quarterback to carolina like they're kind of in that zone of they don't really know what they're going to do like do do you you think that you're thinking quarterback eh, for them
0: I, I am yeah yeah
1: yeah I can't get a really good feel on Carolina to be honest with you No, because yeah. they
0: got Darnold they still have Bridgewater under contract but yeah I it'd be interesting if they draft court and they don't even give Darnold a snap but drafting your rookie quarterbacks and you build around that that's the way you win now because once you sign these guys to big money the rest of your roster takes a big hit
1: So you're thinking Carolina bringing in Darnold, they're not relying on him whatsoever then on that. Um,
0: I I think, so I have them taking Trey Lance. So he's the most green quarterback. So whether it's Bridgewater or Darnold, I think Lance sits for a while at least. You see if Carolina can be competitive with Matt Rule and Joe Brady with with Darnold and maybe he plays and he's
1: pretty good. And then and you're, you're looking at like a love situation with Green Bay last year. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I'm I'm gonna say, you know, I like that. I, I think they made they probably do kind of talked me into it. I had them potentially go on a waddle, but I like that them taking that fifth quarterback. And I mean, if that's the case, there's five quarterbacks in the top eight. Yeah, that's mind-blowing that we're even yeah. suggesting that. Because because 10 years ago, you might see one.
0: I know, like, yeah, it would literally. We think it like uh Roethlisberger went high and then the next quarterback take was Aaron Rodgers at 23.
1: Well, the days of the offensive lineman going top five in the draft are over by the looks of things this year. The, I mean, year oh, the that seems to be the the theme the last five years. And, now, and both
0: me and you were eight picks in. We don't have a defensive player taken. No,
1: it's crazy. Crazy.
0: Um, so nine, I would have Detroit moving down, obviously with the trade, and I agree with you. I think they'll take Devonte Smith. Uh, I I like him. Um, just I I was considering them taking Micah Parsons from uh uh from uh, the linebacker, but uh, I think they'll want to take a a receiver and give Jared Goff a good option to throw to. Um, so number nine for you would be Denver. So who, who would Denver take?
1: I'm looking at a few. I have either Slater or Najee Harris. That's kind wow. of where yep. Yeah, I think I think they go off the board. I Denver just they just basically struggle with drafting, I find sometimes. They yeah, do. They do. And I think that they go with, I mean, I think Slater is just a good pick. I think no one's gonna go wrong taking Slater. So I have either Slater or Najee Harris. I think I'm gonna go with Slater at nine.
0: Yeah, he's
1: again, he's an offensive lineman that I think you
0: think about like, you think here the name Quentin Nelson, he doesn't get a whole lot of publicity he plays in Indianapolis, but he's never missed an all pro team. He's going to go to the hall of fame and he's and I just feel like
1: that. That's I feel like that's such a Denver pick though is to like, for him to play in Denver just seems like such a good spot for him to be, I think.
0: Right. Yeah. No, obviously going to Northwestern playing, playing in those, uh, the elements and things of that nature. Yeah. I think he would fit in well with Denver. Uh, I, I like him a lot too. That brings us to to 10, which is uh, wrap up our top 10. And that's America's team, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, who does the Dallas Cowboys take with their 10th overall pick?
1: Wow. Now that this one is going to be a very talked about pick. I think this is another pick that def- depends on who's left in the you know, in those mock drafts in the, you know, they're going to have their eye on someone. Um, I mean, you, you, you kind of have to look offensive line. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's so many spots that can go with this. Like I was looking at them and I mean, they need some offense. They need some defense and they need some defense. Yeah. And they're not taking a running back. No. And they're not taking a quarterback, not taking a receiver, not taking a receiver. We so think. I narrowed it down to I think they're either taking the best, the best cornerback or the best safety in the draft, or they're taking an offensive lineman.
0: Yeah. I, I think they take Pat Sertan from Alabama just because I,
1: okay. I I mean, in the top, he's in a lot of top 10 mock drafts and he's yeah. a great player. Yeah. He's, I think he was
0: the best corner last year. I mean, he obviously plays at Alabama, so he's going to get a lot of pub, but. He's so good, he can lock down people. Like he, he can eat them alive when he wants to. His dad played in the NFL and was, was a really good player. Um, and he kind of has that Alabama mold. They drafted Trayvon Diggs last year and he had a good rookie campaign, a corner from Alabama. So I think they go back to back years with Alabama corners uh, in big D.
1: Well, the best thing about Sertan is you never hear from, you hear about him because exactly. the ball never gets it's thrown in his summer field. That was Alabama's best weapon on D last year was that everyone knew they could only throw one side of the field because they didn't throw to anyone. Anyone who was covering the ball never went near him. So he's going to be a great defensive player in the NFL. And I like that pick for Dallas. If they decide to go that way.
0: Yeah. Those are the best corners. You think of Darrell Revis and Revis Island. Well, you never heard, you never led the league in picks because guys were so afraid to throw that way. Cause they yeah. knew the receivers wasn't going to win that matchup. So yeah, that's our top 10 interesting picks. We both have a bunch of quarterbacks going high. Um, did you have all five going in the top eight or do you have one slipping?
1: To me, I would love for one to slip and you know exactly why. Yeah. Patriots. 15. So I'm, I'm very much, I'd love to see one slip, but I don't know which one does slip to the Patriots. Yeah. Now, if it's the Patriots, to me, I honestly think though, if one does slip, I think it is go, slips all the way to the Patriots.
0: Yeah, you so, got the Chargers. You got Philly, who isn't going to take. Not it going to be the down.
1: Chargers. It's not going to be Philly.
0: No, and yeah, probably the Patriots. Yeah, unless the team trades up, unless the Bears or the uh, Washington Football Team can ha- find enough assets, then yeah, the Patriots may just sit there and get Justin Fields for for nothing.
1: Yeah. And, and the Patriots aren't trading up. Like people have to stop saying that the Patriots yeah. have never traded up in the history of, from what I can remember, I never remember the Patriots trading up.
0: No, they, they never do. They, they, don't,
1: pay, they don't trade, they up, to so trade up. up. So just stop talking about them trading up people. They're not trading up. They're picking at that down. Yeah. They, <laughs> if there's a quarterback still there <laughs> and they decide to trade down, please do not call me for 48 hours.
0: <laughs> for the bears the bears are calling they're gonna they're gonna trade down
1: oh knowing the Patriots, they trade down and they take a safety yeah but yeah um i i think that one will like even though we have five do five really go in the top 10
0: uh, it's hard to believe but we saw you know that year, darnold and rosen and mayfield like they all went and that was that was three but uh that
1: it's hard to say Right, it really is. Help, but yeah. mm-hmm. but I think uh, I think that one will slip. I don't know which one does though. I mean, it's not gonna be Lawrence. And it's not gonna be Wilson. So yeah. look at the other three. One of those will slip. Hopefully, slip to the Patriots. Right. But if they don't, then uh, that where the Patriots go is very very interesting.
0: And like you said, maybe Denver doesn't make that trade. But if they're at nine, they don't select a the quarterback. They should re. They should check their brain because drew lock is not the, the not the answer justin yeah, field play if yeah. justin fields is, is is there i think he's gonna be the steal of the draft myself because i think he's just a he's a really good player
1: right no i agree i agree and now where do you see the patriots going because let's pretend that let's pretend all these five quarterbacks do go right. now, where do you see the patriots going
0: yeah it, it, like you said, saved, it just smells like an offensive lineman, just, you know, uh, O oh, tackle, but I'm going to go with pass rush. I'm going to say they take Jalen Phillips from the U. Um, he's he's a guy who dealt with a lot of injuries. He likely would have been the top ranked pass rush in this draft, but he's gone through some injuries. He blew his knee out, but he he had a good season at the U. Um, and I, I think they take him and – upgrade their, uh, their pass rush. And, um, they, they got, they've upgraded their offense. They obviously have did a lot in free agency, yep. so, but getting another pass rusher doesn't hurt.
1: Um, so
0: maybe Jalen Phillips is their first pick in the, in the draft. How about you?
1: Yeah, I, I'm okay with that pick. I got nothing. I have nothing wrong with that, that selection. I think that's one area that they need to look at. Um, they, you know, you're going to have to tip their cap with free agency. They made some moves, uh, I like the moves they made. I think the team's better today than they were three months ago. Um, but I think that if a quarterback's there and those five, you go with one of those quarterbacks, and if not, then I think you evaluate. You have a, I think you have your plan A is one of those quarterback slips to you. Plan B is have an eye on someone you want and take that player.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they'll have a lot of options because you know Micah Parsons, a name I mentioned, maybe he slips you know, uh, he's again, he's a really good player, uh, that, that could slip. I think a guy that I, that I put at nine, but I think could slip is Devonte Smith, which I talked about. Yeah. I look at Philly at 12. I, I think it say Detroit drafts Micah Parsons because they want another, they want a linebacker. Dallas is not going to take him. Um, and, Philly would make Minnesota is not going to take another receiver. They don't need one. So I could see him going to the Philadelphia Eagles, get reunited with his old quarterback and Jalen Hurts, potentially uh, if if he slips that far, which I think he's a guy that could, because him and Waddle, because Waddle, I think is going to slip too, because there's, there's only so many picks available and teams aren't going to be taking wide receivers.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a very good potential of having a, you know, in any other year, the best receiver in the draft now be the third best receiver and still be available in those mid-teens. Yeah. And got to look at the – I mean, to me, I, I know the Patriots have made some moves offensively, but, I mean, if Waddle's there, I think that's another guy you maybe consider. Yeah. It doesn't hurt to have more o- offensive weapons. It really doesn't. No. You've been always, you always trade someone else.
0: Right, and there's always injuries. There are always injuries. There's always an injury or – a guy's missing a game. One prediction I do have is that I think the Baltimore Ravens, they have their pick at 28. Mm -hmm. And they have they acquired the Kansas City Chiefs pick at 31 when they traded Orlando Brown. Right. I think Baltimore will trade up and select um Jalen Waddell.
1: And I don't think they'll have to both those first round picks.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably because if you love the receiver, it's worth it. You know, I I I I think maybe it's with the Patriots,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you know that could happen. You know, look at look at the time. I think I better get going now. No, I'm kidding, but you know it very well could. You know the Patriots are that's you know that's a phone call they might make because you know they're they're always willing to move down.
0: They and I think Baltimore they know they need to get some receiver help for Lamar. Uh he. He's, he hasn't been given a fair shake the past couple of years because he had Mark Andrews last year. And after that, I mean, Hollywood Brown's a burner, but he's not a 50, 50 ball catcher. Willie Sneed's a three, four receiver. Devin Duvernay's kind of a trick player. They need a, a guy that you can trust, rely upon.
1: And Waddle you had that a tough one. You you because there's so every defense is just selling out on the run. Now they know. Mm -hmm. that he has to run the ball to get options. And yes, he's, he's got the best legs probably in the NFL, but do you really want him running that much? Like I watched them play. He had to run the ball so much. And he, he was running the ball like it was Adam Sandler in the, in the longest yard. I need to run to get this first down because no one's making any plays. Like Uh, that's, that's how he played this year. And he needs help. Yeah. Oh, he he does. And
0: I think, I think they'll trade up and get Waddle or, Potentially Smith, if he's available, Uh, who who knows? But I think they get a receiver. And another interesting little thing to watch for me in this draft, Najee Harris, I agree. I think he's really good. But we know that teams hate drafting running backs. Yeah. So I think he'll fall into the 20s. I think the real battle is going to be Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Pittsburgh's at the 24th pick. I think if he's there at 24, Pittsburgh will draft him. Yeah, I like that. We haven't had a running back in forever and give, give Ben some plays off because James Connor and the other guys weren't doing it. But if Buffalo could get Najee Harris, Oh man, they they're right up there with Kansas city for me to be a Super bowl threat to out of the AFC because they are running back away from being a flat out juggernaut.
1: Well, like we said, there's going to be a clear winner in this draft from a pick after the top 10. Absolutely. You gotta love, if you're a team picking, like take the Patriots, take even teams in the early twenties, you got to love your spot this year. Mm-hmm. because You know, it's, it's one of the deepest drafts I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And we know how many quarterbacks are probably going in the top 15. Yeah, Like we said, there's position players that are gonna be exactly what you need as an organization to put you a- ahead. And they're going to fall into their lap. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially.
0: Right. And and I think Najee Harris is one of them because the guy can run. He can catch. He's got really good hands for a big fella.
1: And it, there's a pick the Patriots might have to look at. Yeah. No, very well. I, I had him on my Patriots list. If he's there, he's one you got to consider.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and maybe, maybe you trade down, but you could still get Najee because teams aren't going to pick him before 20, in my opinion.
1: I, you know, I, he's a top 10 pick. Who's not going to go anywhere near the top 10.
0: Right. Right. Agreed. I, I agree. There's just nothing he doesn't do well. He doesn't fumble. He can run over people. He's physically right. Re- running backs are, are, are ready for the NFL quicker than any other position because w- what really changes
1: yeah. Well, whoever takes him, he's probably going to be their starting running back to start week one. 100%. Yeah.
0: So,
1: so it's, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. And like I said, I have him slipping way out of the top 10 and the, whatever team takes him is going to be a happy team. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, so say your Patriots don't select a quarterback in the first round. Is there any quarterback that's going to go day two or three that interests you for them to take in the maybe second, third round?
1: Well, there's a guy who plays for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. He's not too oh, bad, my gosh. friend. You know, you know me. You, you know me in the Fighting Irish. Bro. Mystery guy, I love him. I love <laughs> the guy. Now, like I said, I don't think he's a, he's a first-round pick. No. We're, we're, I'm penciling him in as a third or fourth-round pick. Yeah. But I, I, I don't look at the Patriots, whether it, if it's not the first round, I don't look at them taking a quarterback because they have, they, they have a guy from Auburn yeah. waiting right there in the wings, which they already done. They already did that last year. They got two. They got two. Yeah. So they did. do you need, do you need to take another hopeful player there? Yeah. To me, I, I don't think that's the play unless it's the first round and you got one of those top five quarterbacks sitting for you.
0: Yeah. What about if they took Trask?
1: I like Trask. I like the way he played this year. I, I don't know if Trask game is going to translate like, the NFL. Yeah. I, it's, that's where I'm kind of a little, I'm a little, no, I'm not sold on Trask that way. I think he,
0: he gives me Jake Fromm vibes.
1: Yeah. He's very much. I completely agree on that where you're just, every time he's got the ball, you're just kind of a little nervous.
0: Yeah. Because, it's either gonna be great or it's gonna be a pick
1: like it, yeah it, and you know the Patriots don't like that so
0: no, no. So
1: hey, I, I don't I think, think I don't think the Patriots would have watched his game tape and, and, and liked it at all
0: no um but this what's interesting about this drive, it's so wide receiver heavy you know, even mm-hmm. after the first round like Rashad Bateman the Minnesota wide receiver he's really good. he's Very a good. second round steal for somebody um Terrace Marshall jr. for LSU. Yeah. Another guy who's not talked about a lot because he played with Jamar Chase and LSU was pretty terrible last year. And a, a fun player to watch for me, Ryder, is Travis Etienne. Where, yeah. how, does he sneak into the first round? Is he a high second? I don't know if he's a, a, if he's a number one back in the NFL because I, I don't think we saw enough in college, but he's an interesting uh, prospect because I, I think teams will be able to work with him and see if they can mold him into a, a better player.
1: Well, I mean, he's had some massive games in college. He's made some, he's had some, excuse me. He's had some statement games where he's made, you know, he's gone for over 200. He's done things where you look at and go, that could be a number one player in the NFL. And that in his position, he could, you know, carry a team for 25 carries, 30 carries. But I don't know. I I, I don't see him sliding into the first round, but I think a team takes a mid second or third round. And that that could be a great pick. He's going to play in the NFL. Oh somewhere.
0: He'll he'll be on the roster week one for sure. Uh, somewhere. But yeah, like we said, it's Thursday night, uh, nine o'clock. Um, it's I know me and you are both gonna if you got practice maybe a little bit later, we'll be on our couches with our feet up, um, ready to watch this because it's it's the best draft by far compared to any of the sport because of the analysis that you get, the information how they um, brand it and it's it makes the NBA and NHL drafts look like a joke quite frankly the way the NFL does it
1: well the way I see it too is the, the baseball is the biggest joke because yeah. they don't even you Not don't big, even know what day the baseball drafts happening yeah it's like they do a terrible things. job with the, the MLB does a terrible job with their draft um, the NBA you you can draft five positions yeah the NHL you draft a forward, a D or a goalie, right? right. You draft, you know, you got your center, you got, you know, lefty, but mainly you have three positions. You have forward, you have a goalie and you have, you know, defense Yeah. in the NFL. You you're basically looking at 24 positions.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So you're looking at potentially you're looking at so many players that, you know, could affect your team in a different way. Right. I think that's why the NFL is so entertaining where it's like, you know, Does this team go offense? Does this team go defense? We're in hockey, whether it's offense or defense, they're on, they're on the ice, right? Like they can bring offense or they can bring defense In football. It's, it's not like that, right? Like, no, Justin Fields ain't jumping back and playing cornerback, you know, and he's not getting drafted and and playing, playing, you know, slot back. And he's, he's a quarterback, right? So, so that's why I think it's so entertaining. And like you said, it can go any, they do a such a good job marketing it. And, it's, they really build it up and it's, 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 I love when they, you know, you're on the clock. There's nothing better than hearing when a team's on the clock.
0: Yeah, I I agree. It's, yeah, I can't, two more sleeps and then we get, we get there, but right. I know it's been a long day for you with hockey and everything and uh, your um, spring, spring hockey uh, priority. So I really appreciate you uh, finding the time and doing this with me uh, late here at night on a Tuesday. So uh, thank you so much for jumping back on with me.
1: No problem, man. You have a great night and I'm sure we'll be talking, uh, talking on Thursday.
0: Yeah. Everybody stay safe out there. Um, Enjoy the draft on Thursday and we'll be breaking it down. uh, Not too long thereafter. So uh, we'll talk soon.